Sunday Fast Break. Trent Meacham here joining us as he does every Sunday. And some Sundays just feel better than others, I think, for a lot of fans. After beating 19th-ranked Wisconsin emphatically on Saturday, I think the fan base has to feel real good right now about where this team is at. Well, after a big win in Bloomington against the Hoosiers, so this was a, a great week for the Illini. I thought, uh, you know, winning two different ways, a very ugly game, hard-fought overtime, on the road against Indiana, and then, to, and then Saturday against Wisconsin, just a beautiful game. Io and Kofi were fantastic. Um, so great win for this ball club. We'll break down the sense of where this team is going. Four straight wins now, tying a season high for the Illini. But you mentioned Io and Kofi there. Io making history, becoming only the third player in program history to record a triple-double. We are witnessing something really special here. And I, I just hope people understand just how special he really is. Special. Io and Kofi, this was Shaq and Kobe-like, okay, yeah. today. And, and Io was, he, he was playing at his best, out in transition, finding his teammates. You know, I thought one thing this season, he hasn't been as effective in the pick and roll finding his teammates. And, and against Wisconsin, he was fantastic getting into the lane, finding across the court to three-point shooters. Obviously, Kofi for lob dunks. Io had his way getting into the paint. You know, he had a little bit more, uh, as they say, sauce to his game where he kind of just had his way with crossing over, stepping back, getting by the Wisconsin defenders. They had no answer for him. That was Iowa at his best, and it's fun to watch. And as Illini fans, you got to appreciate him while he's here because he is he's terrific. I asked Brad Underwood after the game if his name would be in the rafters someday, and he said, absolutely. He's, he's playing at that type of level. What impressed you most, though? We've seen Io score. We've seen Io distribute. Uh, the rebounds, for me, maybe stand out just because he, he hasn't really done that consistently throughout his career. Yeah, and, and he should be a good rebounder because of his length and his size, but I was impressed that he had a poor game against Indiana. Fouled out, disappointing, watched his teammates kind of carry that game to the end, and so I expected him to have a good game. I wasn't expecting him to have a triple-double like supposedly he called out. But the things that most impresses me again, again is his playmaking. When he's able to find teammates, when he's able to get into the paint and make everyone else better, that's when this Illini team is really, really good because he's so difficult to stop. Teammates have to account for him so much and Kofi Coburn. And when they're rolling, now it just opens up the court for everyone else. It was Dunk City there watching Kofi just take over and Io take over as well. And when they do that, I, I think they're really hard to beat. I mean, you can compare them and put them up there with, you know, one of the top duos certainly in the country. And that elevates this team to a level where they should be able to compete for a Final Four. What I say? Shaq and Kobe today. Yeah. Those two were, were just, they were pros playing against college kids. That's what they were today you know I think the best thing that happened to Kofi Coburn and he, he he acknowledged this in the postgame press conference is Trace Jackson Davis dunking on him that first ha half in Bloomington since then he's had a different attitude attacking the rim he had I think eight dunks today I mean just a, a man amongst boys and I love just that that thought process that attitude the mentality of I'm gonna dunk everything I mean I, I never had that <laughs> few players have his physical power and explosiveness and is it fun to watch him roll into the basket throwing that ball up there say hey go get it big fella career dunks for Trent Meacham oh my wife always gives me a hard time because I think I had one as a pro okay none as a college player oh. a couple in couple in high school but uh you know I'll take that those those few and just and say hey I did it at least once you never like you know just were you a little nervous you might miss it you know what for me it took everything in me to do it and I'm <laughs> trying to play tough defense and I just it had, you know, the, the circumstances had to be just right for me to, 
to dunk it. Yeah, you don't want to miss it. That's layup lines. So I can throw some down. Okay, all right. Yeah. If you miss it though, you're gonna get catch some heat from your coach and. Your I gotta teammates. get those two easy points. It's not quite as easy. Okay. It wasn't quite as easy for me. All right. What specifically makes that pick and roll and what they do so electric and so tough to defend? Well, you got two All Americans. And what Illinois likes to do is get, get, it, get in Io going to his right where he's just deadly. And then you have Kofi Coburn rolling to the basket. So what are you going to do? It really puts the defense in a bind. If, if the big man guarding Kofi doesn't step out there on Io, then he's going to have his way getting to the basket. If he, if, if he does step out, now you have Kofi rolling to the basket. Who's going to stop him? Either it's a weak side defender, and now Io can make that pass, or you leave him free and you're throwing it up there for lob dunk. So when you have the two oftentimes best players on the floor, that's really difficult for the defense, puts them in a bind, and defenses that don't really jam them, get into them, force I.O. left, if they don't do that, it's, it's going to be a long night for any defense. And when they play with as much pace as I thought they did, it really controlled the tempo against a team like Wisconsin. That that's their bread and butter. That's what they want to do is control the tempo and muck it up and slow things down. I thought the Atlanta really imposed their will, so to speak, on their game plan and, and doing that against the Badgers. Pace is key for this team, and it's not always shooting it fast, but it's playing with great momentum, great energy, moving the ball. And and I thought against Iowa, they had great pace and control that. And then again today against Wisconsin. You know, Wisconsin gives up 62 points. Okay, Illinois averages 82 points a game. There's a 20-point difference. And I thought Illinois played with great pace, um, got in transition, but in the half court, getting ball movement, reversing sides of the court is key. That helps break the defense down. And then those driving lanes open up. Then those three-point shots are a little bit more open. So that's key, playing with great pace. And you also do that by rebounding the ball. Okay, Illinois dominated the, the boards today, 46 to 20, I believe. You do that, you get more possessions, you can get out on their fast break and push that pace a bit. And this is against a team in Wisconsin that Illinois has struggled with mightily, you know, the last decade plus. It's impressive to see. Where do you stack up Andre Carbello after his great performance at Indiana? Really struggles, did not play after the turnovers there, essentially gave uh, Wisconsin a 7-0 run, you know, with some sloppy play. How does he kind of bounce back from this in the psyche of, of you know, getting back on track? Great question. Andre Krabel, that's, that's my guy, okay? <laughs> I think he's fantastic. I love watching him play. He was the closer against Indiana. Okay, as good as Trent Frazier played, big shots, the coaches gave the ball to Andre Curbelo the end of regulation and then the end of overtime, and he made great plays. Now, the, the challenging thing is, especially for a young player, is to do that the next time out. You know, I'm sure he was feeling pretty good about himself. A lot of pats on the back, a lot of tweets, all that stuff. Now can you come back? And today was a, you know, Wisconsin, just a tough matchup for him. He wasn't very good today. But I expect this to be a growing process for him. I expect him to only continue to get better. I'm really, really high on Andre Corbello. I love his creativity. I love his fearlessness, okay? And sometimes that's going to lead to some, some bad turnovers. But you have to live with that. And I think so far... Coach Underwood's done a really good job with bringing him along. Yeah, Brad Underwood was not happy with Andre and did not play him again after that. And I don't know if that's necessarily unexpected, but I was at the game and, and I have not seen Brad that upset with a player and full out screaming at him in the huddle and, and as he was coming to the bench. Now it's on him to bounce back, and I'm sure he'll get some love from uh, Brad and, and his teammates moving forward here. Let's talk big picture as we as we go forward here, and already into February, and Alana, I'm going to play here for at least uh, the next 10 days as of right now. Brad said he thinks there will be a game added before Northwestern on the following Tuesday. Is this 
team peaking too early? Is, is that such a thing? Or I don't know. That's so weird, I know, for a lot of Alana Nation to say because this team hasn't been very good overall. But, like, how do you feel about the momentum moving forward here and, and where this team is going in next steps? The goal is to, to play your best in March, okay? And it's great to see this team playing really well here in early February. I think their ceiling is still higher. And that's the good thing. I don't think this team is, has reached its peak yet. And you want them to play well. All right, now the interesting thing is you have a long layup, layoff, it sounds like. Previously when that happened, this team responded very well, came out, had a very convincing win at, uh, against Penn State. So uh, now is the time for this team to get back to the drawing board, get healthy if there's any nagging injuries, get some more shots up, you know, maybe add some little wrinkles into their, their system, their offense that they could potentially throw at teams coming down the stretch. So however it plays out, if they throw a game in there in the Big Ten schedule or they have a long layoff, they're going to have to use this time to get better because that's that's the key. Okay, just continuing to improve. It's a long season. You're going to take your lumps, but if you're if you're improving throughout, then you are playing your best basketball coming down the stretch. And they're playing their best right now after wins against Iowa. You add Indiana in there on the road. Always a tough place to play. And now a win against Wisconsin. Trent, thanks for your time. It's always fun breaking it down. We do it every week here on the Sunday Fast.